Shout out to today's sponsor, Cisco. Today's sponsor is the musical artist Cisco with the white hair. Uh, shout out to his polite request to see that thong and also never seeing one. I remember on pop-up video, which they need to bring back, the thong song, ironically, no thongs. No thongs in the whole video. So you're telling me we all got catfished. I'm not trying to talk smack now because he is our sponsor, Cisco, the artist. Thank you for sponsoring. I believe back in the day you couldn't show thongs. That's why there wasn't in there. Kind of hard to believe because now it, it's weird because in some ways we get a lot more um, free with what you're allowed to show. I mean, y'all seen WAP, right? You're allowed to have a mute. Now, I guess that wasn't on TV, so it's a bit of a difference. But nowadays you have a, a rap video called WAP. We've all seen, we've heard what's happened in that video. And then back in the day, you couldn't even have a thong in a video. So I think in some ways, we're becoming a lot more liberal with what we're allowed to show. And then obviously in other ways, it's like, you know, you know how it goes. You say one wrong thing, boop, one wrong thing. So uh, what an interesting time we live in. One year, dude, one year anniversary for COVID, pretty much. And actually, it's weird now to think back because now you start having all the memories of when everything first started shutting down, started closing, the anticipation, all of these, the stuff that happened right at the beginning. Because the rest of it is just sort of a block of time. It's sort of a blur, but everyone remembers the beginning of this stuff. And yeah, it's starting to hit me right now where you think back a year ago, we were right on the cusp. Right now is the right on the cusp, I believe, the last show that I did normal comedy show was March 12th, 1985, March 12th, uh, 2020. So it's hard to believe, hard to believe in a couple weeks. That's the one year anniversary of that. So, uh, yeah, big one, big one there. A lot of stuff. We got some new regulations that were, I, I didn't even get a chance to read. I guess they're opening gyms in Alberta again, but it's only for low intensity workouts. Good. You know, that's what we need. That's what we need with this stuff. It's just more gray area. Yeah, let's now open gyms, but you're only allowed to do low intensity. I swear to God, they're just trolling us at this point. They're just tossing out nuggets just to see, like, let's see them try to figure this shit out. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're allowed to gather in groups of 10 as long as Mercury is in retrograde. Now, let's just watch. Let's, let's try and watch these people try to figure this shit out. And then they just watch us like the Truman Show from the government, you know, shelter or wherever they, they hang out in the lair, in the government lair. They watch all of us. Huh? Whatever. Whatever. That's life, you know. We made some big, big developments here. Uh, we, myself and my fiance, Jennifer, uh, we bought a house. Isn't that crazy? We bought a house. And it's a little anticlimactic because it's the house that we're in. <laughs> That we're currently renting. I mentioned a couple podcasts ago that we got a call randomly from a realtor. And he's like, I'm sorry that the owners are selling the house. Um, we'll just try to make this work. It's awkward because you're renting it. And at first I'm like, what the? Dude, I had to go Google. I'm like, if you're renting and they sell, can they kick you out? So by the way, you should know they can't. If you're on a fixed term lease, you, you're allowed to stay in there until the end of that lease. Which means if they're trying to sell it to someone... Whoever's buying has to agree 
that you're in there as a tenant until they get the house or they have to work out a deal with you to get out there earlier. And I was going to say, yeah, yeah, I'll get out of here early. If you get me a Rari, you wet my beak a little bit. Give me some cash. Just a little Rari, okay? You know what? Not even a Rari. Just get me like an upper, an upper level Acura and I'll be out of your hair. And we started thinking about it. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, we obviously, we looked at some other places in the meantime, all this type of stuff. And then we said, let's just do it. You know, we like the house. We like living in it. It works perfectly, especially when we're home all the time with the space. And so I'm, you know, thank God that we did it because, you know, part of the deal is that when you're a tenant and they decide to sell, you have to accommodate the showings. And so fortunately, because we were able to do the deal super quick, there was only one showing and we were out of the house anyway, but we, there was a lot of requests and we would have just had to live in this perpetual thing of having to clean up every time someone wants to come and see, we would have to leave the house for like two. Actually, what's funny is I asked, do we have to leave when people, when they do the showing? And I guess legally they can't tell you, you have to leave. So I could, if I wanted to, just hang around, just linger around as people walk. And I can't think of anything more awkward. I could literally just lay in the bed in the master bedroom. And when people come in, I'm just like, hey, what's up? You guys like the house? What's up? (laughs) That was unbelievable. Obviously, I'm not going to be here. I hate that feeling of... And I would never, because I would never do it to someone like someone, the person lingering around you. I hate that feeling. We actually went and looked at a couple other rentals and a couple other houses and every single one of them. It's like, I thought they just let you, I mean, maybe this is a COVID thing. They used to just let you go and you go look around at your own pace, see what you want to see. That's the way to do it. Cause you know why? Because then when you go into something, a room that you don't like and you're alone, you can lean into each other and talk shit about the house. God forbid they have uh, microphones inside that house. You would hear people just go, this fucking, look at this bathroom. Sucks. Sucks. Why is there a door right there? Oh, God. I can never, look at this view. Junk. Nice view of the alley. <laughs> nice view of the alley, idiot. But we went into, dude, we went into some weird houses out there. There's There's houses that are built by big developers. And they kind of make sense because I think they just have experience with what you need to include. And then there's like houses that are built just by like somebody, like somebody's small development team. And you can tell that they don't even know what you're supposed to include in a house. We went to one and it's like, dude, I swear to God, they had a bed in the kitchen. They had a bed in the kitchen. And then they just, the guy tells us, he's like, yeah, this is kind of cool. You could have guests stay over. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I would love to have guests stay over and they can sleep on our twin-size bed that's in our, in the kitchen. God forbid I cook bacon, it's going to land on them while they're sleeping. So weird. It's so weird, but that's what, it's fun to even, and we used to do this before anyway. You just go fake house shopping just so you can just see houses. It's kind of fun. It's a fun thing to do. You get to see, because some stuff is so fancy, but it's not, the more fun is to see the, the junk the terrible layouts, the stuff that doesn't make sense. Um, there was one that we pretended we just faked it. We went, it was like a million dollar house. 
We can't even come close to affording that. So we just fake it, right? And you can tell they kind of like, they're trying to suss you out too because they don't want to waste their time. So they kind of like, like, what do you do? What do you, I'm just, you know, I'm like, mm, you know, Bitcoin, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Bitcoin uh, serial. I'm a crypto, crypto trader. So pretty much get whatever else I want, dude. And the thing was a million dollars. And I remember we went down into the basement and then the guy who built the house, the developer, was there and he's so proud of it. And I get it. It's like a work of art to him. It's his baby. He built the house. But then he shows us the room that has like the hot water tank. And he put, he's like, look at this. I got Italian marble down here. I'm like, what the fuck? I've never seen anything like it in my life. He had Italian marble on the ground of the of the hot water tank room. Dude, that room is for hide and go seek. And probably crime. I would think if you're running some type of lab, you might need access to that room. But that's basically it. Nobody gives a sh. You're telling me you want someone to pay extra money because you put Italian marble underneath the hot water tank? Come on, man. So anyway, that stuff's just fun to see. I don't know. I mean, it was. Now they make you like put your shoes in a bag when you come in and everyone's all worried. So, and that was another reason I didn't want to live here and have a bunch of showings is like, we're in a pandemic. Think about that. We're in a pandemic. And then, yeah, let's just have troughs of strangers come through and, oh dude. And I'm so paranoid about stuff too. We had the one showing that we had. I brought my computer with me when we left the house. I brought my, my watch, dude. I was so and Jen's like, are you serious? And I'm like, I don't trust. I don't know. I don't trust people. They're walking through your stuff. All my personal items. So I'm not, I don't know, man. I don't know where I got this distrust from, but I don't know. I think people get sneaky. I think people, some people like to snoop and I'm not cool with that. I remember there was a, oh my God. What was that show back in the day? Oh, candy camera. Candid camera, or it was one of those shows, did a prank where they filled people's uh, like medicine, you know, in the bathroom. Okay, you know, in the bathroom, the medicine chest, you know what I'm talking about, whatever. The cubby that you have in the bathroom where you keep all of your meds, all that type of stuff, like beside the, beside the mirror, they filled it with marbles because they were testing if people were going to snoop. And guess what? People don't snoop. People snooped. They would open the thing and all the marbles would spill out. And that's because that person was snooping. You guys ever snoop? You ever snooped? I'm trying to think of the last thing I've snooped. Oh, oh, dude, I, that's funny. I mentioned this. I snooped today. Because here's the thing that I, oh, man. Here's the thing that I cannot help but do. When you see a note on the ground, um, I have to read it. Dude, I have to read any type of note or document. Any document that I find outside, I have to read it. Unless it's covered in blood, I'm picking it up. I have to because it's like the mystery. It's a document. Now, handwritten notes are the best. Those are the most fun because they could say anything. They could say anything. And I dream about like, I don't know, maybe they're a love letter to a scorned lover. Right? Maybe it's a help, a help note from someone who's trapped in a basement and I'm going to help them. Maybe it was something left behind by a time traveler. 
that has the lottery number or some kind of secret information. Who knows? Who knows? And then I pick it up and you know what? You know what it says? Bananas. Paper towels. Pepper. And you go, oh yeah, it's a grocery list. Every single time. Almost every single time. It's a grocery list. But you you, you got to play the game. That's why we play the game. Because one of these times, it's going to not be a grocery list. So I have to, when I see a note uh, on the ground, I have to pick it up. I have to read it. Documents. Again, it could be a government document. It could have some secret information. You think I'm going to walk by just a loose document on the ground and not take a peek? Most of the time, it's a parking ticket. But I'm like I said, I'm playing the game. I'm playing the odds. One of these times, it's going to be something valuable. You don't know. Could be the could be the password to some bitcoins. I don't know. So I do that, and then in the same vein, whenever I see any type of uh, gift card on the ground, you pick that up. Now, here's where I draw the line: credit card. I'm not doing it, right? Credit card because I'm not stealing someone's personal money. But gift card to me is fair game. That's the same thing as someone just dropping cash on the ground. So gift card, I'm picking up, and I'm trying out, and I. I can't remember any, I don't know if I've ever been successful with that, but I, I'm sure you, of all the gift cards on the ground out there, one of them's got to have some monies on it. So what are we learning today? And you know what? You're helping the neighborhood because you're helping clean up. And if people give you a weird look, you just act like you're cleaning up. I'm just helping out. I'm just out here collecting litter, only the personal stuff that might either have money or secret information, but I'm still cleaning. Do it how I want, huh? Do it how you want. Yeah, I love that type of stuff. There's so many mysteries out there. What if it's written on a piece of paper? I don't know. You know what I was thinking too? And I don't know why. I had such a weird thought that, dude, whoever invented the barcode must be so pissed. Whoever invented the barcode must be so ripped off. Like, unless Jerry Barcode is getting royalties off this shit, the guy invented it. And it's used on everything. That's why it hit me because I was at self-checkout scanning and I'm like, man, this is really convenient that we have barcodes. If we didn't have these, we would have to like, I don't know. We couldn't scan our items. You'd have to describe it. You'd have to type it into a system. Who knows where this world would be? Barcodes are something we take for granted and they're used everywhere. Did you know that? Everyone in the world has used a barcode. That's a scientific fact. There are more barcodes than grains of sand in the ocean. Perhaps. Who knows? <laughs> but that's that guy, someone came up with that technology and they don't make shit off of that. Wouldn't that drive you crazy? That's one of those inventions where you're like, if I was that guy, I'd be like, I shouldn't have even done this. Look at this value I've given to people. I make nothing off of this. Every time he scans something, he's got to feel the pain. Every time that laser goes, beep, he feels this pain in his heart. Beep, beep. Pain. Beep, beep. Another pain. Just thinking about working his whole life. Trying idea after idea. Nothing works. People told him he was a fool. Broke his arm when he was in 8th grade. And you know what the doctor said? You'll never invent anything. And that hurt a lot. Because that's what the kids at school would tell, would say to him too. You'll never invent. Ha ha ha. Remember they would laugh at him. Ha ha ha. You'll never invent nothing Jerry. 
You only have regular ideas, stupid. Now I'm going to go to the store and try to and buy a banana, but it's super hard because there's no way of just universally identifying the item in the store and then easily picking it out of an inventory list and then pricing it. And that's where he had his idea. And he turned that motivation into something that has saved society countless, countless hours of time through the ease of just scanning a barcode to look up an item. I mean, think of the time collectively we've saved. Now, we've given all of that time back by just watching TikTok. So <laughs> all of the time that we saved ourselves from having barcode technology is more than offset now by how much time we then, on the flip side, just sit around and watch TikToks. But before TikTok, we were so much farther ahead of the game because of Jerry Barcode. And he's sitting there probably in his average house with his average car just thinking I invented that shit. And I don't have nothing. Meanwhile, his neighbor invented pet rocks and he's got a mansion. Like I invented a pet rock that was a fad and that guy's rich as shit. And Jerry Barcode gets nothing. I feel bad for that guy. I feel bad for... Yeah, those are things like that. It occurred to me like there's little things like that that we take for granted that nobody even nobody even talks about. How about that little pocket in the top of your jeans that you can put a Tic Tac in? Who invented that? No one talks about that. What would we do without that? Who invented the garage door opener? Again, the more laser stuff. If we didn't have that, you know what you'd have to do? Park outside. You would only be able to use your garage one time because as soon as it's closed, you can't open it up again. Little shit. We got to pay respect. So today, shout out to our sponsor, Cisco, the rapper. Once again, thank you for being brave, asking the real questions. Can I see that thong? And I hope someday he does, and I hope someday he will. And shout out to as well to the inventor of the barcode. You don't get enough respect. Jerry Barcode, you saved us time. And I think everyone should take a moment today and reflect on that. And the next time that you go and you buy something, you scan it, I want you to think about being grateful and happy that you could do that. And never take that for granted. And that's your uplifting moment of the day. Take that to the bank, baby. Take it to the bank. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Happy! Oh man, we are in March. It's getting nice outside. I like it. Let's keep going. I will, of course, see you on Wednesday, but kill it. Go out there. Let's kill this Tuesday. Get your barcodes out. Scan your friends. Scan your uh, loved ones. And why don't you, you know what? Why don't you scan your life? Think about that. Whatever that means. Happy Tuesday. See you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.